Welcome to Trader Triggers, presented to you by Rob MV3 Trader. This is a segment of Futures Trade Radio that is brought to you by The Ultimate Trader's Guide, your one-stop shop for the most valuable income-producing information on the internet. Go to ultimatetradersguide.net to learn more. Link in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. Welcome back to the second half of Futures Trade Radio for another episode of Trader Triggers. Right, so today we got a lesson from a non-trader, which is kind of, I mean, he is kind of in a trading space since he's dealing with a lot of NFTs and crypto and he has some strong investments back in the day. But anyway, this non-trader, he technically is not a trader. So this non-trader is Gary V. And the lesson that we're going to pull from Gary V is about the benefit of high volume trading are taking a, a lot of trades, right? So most people, when they hear Gary V on his podcast and as he projects into the collective space, when he's talking about posting more, a lot of people, I think they take that as a way of doing too much in a way that leads to exhaustion and just making your life, you know, more difficult by producing or making your whole life about producing a lot of content but what i get from this message or that where when gary Vee talks about posting more the message that i get is doing more opens the creative flood or the creative floodgates while developing your skills and knowledge through repetition like so for example kind of going to the posting more side of it i had a brief period to where i decided to post more or post at least one TikTok a day. That was probably like a couple months ago. And so before I started to go on this journey of posting more, before I started this content push, I was actually struggling to come up with ideas and I wasn't sure how I was gonna put the ideas that I had in a vertical video format that was less than a minute, right? Cause that's, everybody says you gotta do TikTok by doing short, uh, short form content, short form videos, right? So I, I didn't really know how I was going to do that. And I didn't really know what I was going to talk about on a daily basis. So instead of just staying in that place and overthinking it and trying to figure out every little detail before I got started, what I decided to do was just start where I was, start with the ideas that I had and just figure it out along the way. So I started with the first video from an idea that I had, I that I had in mind what I already knew. And if I got stuck, if I got to a place where I got stuck, I just went on YouTube or went to Google and I found the solution, the answer for that. And then once I got the solution for whatever I was stuck at, then I just kept it moving. And then I eventually got that first video out. And then I just kept doing that. And the more that I started doing that, the more ideas started to come to me, the more creative I got with it, the more I started to learn the, the, uh, the TikTok platform and other social media platforms. And I, I was actually able to, I got to a point to where I could quickly put these videos out to where that first video took me a while, but that I got to a point where I was putting these videos out and, and making them quickly. And my skill improved with making videos and making short form videos. And then I started getting a whole bunch of ideas, like the creative floodgates just completely opened to me. And I just was getting idea after idea after idea so much to where, like, I just felt like I couldn't keep up anymore. Right. And all of that was going great until, you know, TikTok 
kind of pissed me off with their community guidelines, but th that's beside the point. <laughs> it was going good until I actually stopped because of that. And then that kind of started to slow down again. I, didn't, I wasn't getting as many creative ideas anymore. I wasn't getting as many ideas anymore, right? But I still, I do still have the skills that I gained with producing content, with putting out videos, especially short form videos, right? So from a posting content perspective, we can kind of see how doing more actually helps you improve just how you go about doing whatever it is that you're doing and how it helps you understand more about the environment that you're participating in. So what does this all have to do with trading? You may ask. That's a great question if you ask that. So let's just take it back to there are a lot of people on the internet that are always telling you to you need to be very careful about taking good trades versus bad trades. You need to be so like they kind of down talk over trading to a point to where you're supposed to take less trades. That's the overall message that you take less trades. That's going to help you get better. So there is some that's some pretty decent advice. There's some good advice, you know, good information in that. That can be helpful, but really we're going to break this all the way down, but I see that more beneficial to when you're like just all over the place and you don't have a strategy and you're just kind of, you haven't really figured out what exactly how you want to participate in this environment yet. But once you figure out, once you have your strategy and you, you get good at that strategy, that will come a point to where it could make sense for you to start taking more trades, right? So for me, for example, I got to a point to where I had this strategy and I had developed my strategy to a point to where I really like, I don't, this is not the same strategy that I use today, but the strategy that I was using at that time, when I had this little epiphany, I got to a point to where I was, I got comfortable with that strategy. I understood that strategy and I was being consistent with that strategy. Right. But I wasn't, I was still kind of trigger shy. So I had had to do some psychological work, some mental work to get over being trigger shy. But once I got more comfortable with pulling the trigger and taking more trades, and then I started to take more trades, that's when I really started to see my growth take off. Like I was, once I started taking more trades and being more consistent with that particular strategy, I started to see price action better, which I definitely rely on today. And I started to see the structured much more clear, like in the moment in real time, which I also heavily rely on today. Like those are the core of how I participate in this environment, price action and structure. But I got that way. Of course, all the experience up to that point that did help, but I really started to make strong improvement in the, in those areas. Once I started to take more trades, right? All of that allowed me to start making significant improvements to how I participate in this environment. And there was a point to where early on in my career and my trading journey to where I saw how price was trading and I wanted to participate in a particular area on some pullbacks, but I didn't know how to do it without taking a lot of risk and taking too many losses. And it took me a long time. Like I just couldn't figure that out. Like I would, I would always see it in hindsight, but I couldn't figure out how to come up with a strategy to do it in real time. So this period when I started to take more trades and I started to be more active, what I learned and what I gained from that actually gave me what I was, what I had been looking for the whole time where I was able to build a strategy to where I could take advantage of the opportunity that I saw. Cause I took more trades that put me in it and I had to focus on it because I was in it. And I had to focus on it. 
And so I was able to learn more and I was able to see more. So let me just, I'm gonna, we're going to break this down a little bit deeper into three, three benefits of taking more trades or in, in increasing your volume of trades. Now, if you're already taking a lot of trades, you know, of course we got to be, you got to be mindful of your strategy. You don't want to get outside of yourself and start trading outside of your strategy and outside of your plan. You want to maintain that, right? So the point is, is not necessarily just taking more trades, but not passing up on so many trades, right? So if you get a, a, a if you get your setup, right, you see your setup come and you'll get to a point to where you may start, you'll start to analyze if you want to take that trade or not. And what a lot of new traders do, especially this is what I did in the beginning. And it's, uh, it was directly related to what, you know, people were saying on the internet about how to improve your trading and the people that I looked up to in those times when I was, you know, just getting started with, you know, improving your trades, right. In terms of being more conscious of taking good trades versus bad trades. Well, the slippery slope with that is you can start to overanalyze and you can start to miss out on trades that you should have been in or that your, that your strategy gave you a setup for and you could have been in and you miss out on that because you overanalyzed it because you was trying to take a good trade versus a bad trade. Instead of just taking the trade, having a good risk management, right? Relying on your risk management and then being able to benefit when those when the ones that you may have been kind of shy to take in the beginning that you didn't see initially see as a good trade, but it ended up being a trade that would have worked for you. You know, that's just, that's what I'm talking about specifically here. Taking more trades that your strategy and your plan gives you, not just taking more trades, just for the sake of taking more trades. Now you can also explore outside of that, but there should be a strategy associated with the trades that you're taking. You're not just wildly swinging for the fences and trying to take random trades. All right, so anyway, let me get into these three benefits, and these are only three. There can be more. So one of these benefits is you it gives you a ton of practice and a lot of hands-on experience, right? Because when you're not in the trade, when you're not trading, it's easy to not focus on the markets. It's, not, it's easy to not focus on the charts. It's easy to lose focus when you're not actually in a trade. And you start to take more coffee time and coffee breaks and you start to listen to other people and you're not really focused like you should be or like you could be. But it's something about being in a trade to where you focus in and it really grabs your attention, right? Because your money's on the line. So, you know, I'm a big advocate for practicing and getting up a lot of, you know, practice shots through maybe sim trading or doing, you know, a replay mode or something like that, right? So in my opinion, practice is essential to improving your skills, which allows you to mitigate your mistakes. And while you're practicing, especially if you're doing like a replay type of, you know, practice to where you're like in Sierra chart, Sierra chart has a replay mode and you go in replay mode, you go to a previous date or a previous time and you replay that as if it's a live situation. So when you're going through this practice phase, you know, that sort of a practice phase, I would recommend to take a sort of an 80-20 kind of mindset into that practice session to where you're basically giving 80% of your focus to what you're doing right and 20% to your mistakes because you want to focus more so on what you're doing right versus what you're doing wrong. The universal law that energy flows where attention goes. So you want to make sure you're funneling as much energy as you can to what you're doing right but also acknowledging any mistakes that you make, but not giving too much energy to those mistakes. 
you acknowledge the mistake in these in this practice session where you're going through when you're doing or when you're using replay you acknowledge the mistake you may go back and then you'll do it the right way right so you're trading you're trading it you're trading it as it's a as if it's a live situation you see that you made a mistake because you're staying aware to yourself while you're practicing remember you're trying to prove your skills you're not really trying to it's not about making money when you're practicing when you're practicing you want to improve your skills and improve your familiarity with your strategy so you see you made a mistake you'll go back do it the right way and you think you'll keep it pushing so what that'll do is that'll get you more familiar that'll train your eyes and train your mind to see what it's supposed to look like and to be able to see it better in the moment and then kind of I already mentioned this but one thing to definitely be mindful of through all of these trades is self-awareness but specifically decision fatigue right so you can practice is good and especially if you're paper trading in a live environment or if you've taken live trades right you want to make sure you that you maintain awareness to yourself and awareness to your focus and you want to review this as well so that you can see when do you start to make the bad decisions just because you're tired and you're you're tired of analyzing the charts you're tired of looking at the screens right practice is great but you don't want to overdo it so then once you start to learn more about how where you start to find where you start to get fatigued with making decisions then you can start to fine-tune how long do you spend in each practice session or how long do you trade for that's actually how i found my trading window because when i started i was basically trading trying to trade all day well i started to realize that after a few hours that i would just get tired and I would start making mistakes just because I was tired of analyzing the charts and tired of making decisions. I didn't realize it in the moment. It was when I went back and I reviewed and I couldn't understand why I, I took some of the trades that I took. So the only thing was I was just making bad decisions because I was making mistakes because I had reached decision fatigue. So that told me that I need to narrow down the time that I'm actually showing up. And it that made me look at the charts in a way to find a specific time period where I felt like I would have the most opportunities for my strategy. And that's how I ended up closing the window on the times that I show up and I participate in, in this environment. Right. So on that note, all of this trading is going to give you a lot of results that you can use as data points to analyze your performance and have a clear picture of how well your strategy is working for you. Now, while you're analyzing your trades, it's important to note which trades were a result. Going back to the mistakes that I was talking about from decision fatigue, it's important to note which trades were a result of you following your plan and which were taken outside of what you were supposed to be doing. If you just put all of these trades under one basket without any details of what contributed to those results, you could end up skewing your perception of how well your strategy works and about what the market was doing at that time. So for example, when I used to use TraderView, you know, to analyze my results, it told me that I had my worst performances on Mondays and Fridays. And that was just by the numbers that I put into that software. But what those numbers didn't tell me is how my beliefs were playing into my results from the Mondays and Fridays and how that contributed to the way that I showed up on those days, right? Cause I had some beliefs about 
Mondays and Fridays not being good days to trade. So I was, because I was focused on that, I was giving energy to that. The way I showed up, I would not see the opportunities in the moment or I would be a little too trigger shy on Mondays and Fridays and I would miss the opportunities. A lot of times when I went back and looked at it in hindsight, I had some of my best opportunities on a Monday or a Friday, but it was my beliefs that produced the results that TraderView said was my worst performing days, right? So you want to make sure that you're also putting notes with what you're trading. This is why journaling is so important. So you can go back and see, well, did I follow my strategy when I took this losing trade? Or did I follow my strategy when I took this winning trade? When I'm seeing my results and I'm seeing that I'm not performing so well on this, you know, on whatever I'm trading or on this day or whatever, or at this time, what contributed to that? Was it the market? Was it my strategy or was it me? And a lot of times if you put the notes and you put the details into those results, you'll realize, like I realized, that had I just traded those, had I not had that belief, and I just traded Mondays and Fridays the same way that I traded every other day, my results would have definitely been different. And I probably would have had better results on those two days, right? So in addition to improving your skills, you know, by having, by taking more trades and having data points to analyze, what taking more trades also does is it helps you refine your risk management plan, right? So the more trades you take, the more experience you gain and the more experience that you have about yourself, about your strategy, but also about the markets and how they function, the more you'll be able to redefine how you accept risk and take on risk around everything that you learned from the trades that you took. And you'll have real information about what it means to take your trade at this particular point based off of what your strategy told you to do. And from that real information, you'll be able to see like, well, maybe I can move the stop loss here. Or maybe I can improve this entry here, which will allow me to reduce my risk and improve my bottom line, right? As you begin to learn more about the market and what you're doing, you'll be able to see ways to manage your positions better based on a deeper understanding around the probabilities associated with your trading and what your trade, all right, with your trading strategy and what you trade, which will help you reduce the costs associated with operating your trading business and another manner of putting it. So it's just like any other trading or it's just like any other business to where, you know, if you're, uh, when a business has been in business for a while, they'll start to learn their market. They'll start to learn their customers better so that they can improve their product and improve their services, which will benefit their, which will improve their bottom line, right? Trading and what people commonly refer to as business is the same thing. This is why I say trading is a business or it should be treated as a business. So those are just three benefits, just the three benefits of the, the many more benefits that you could get from actually trading more, right? But to get the most out of trading more or taking as many trades as you can, you must stay mindful of the risk associated with trading with, you know, taking more trades so that you don't get caught up in reckless trades and start gambling with your trading business. And that doesn't, I just want to make this clear here. That doesn't mean I'm not saying this from a trading versus gambling type of thing. I've already talked about that. But since I did say the word gambling, I got to make sure I'm clear about it. You, if you're gambling, you're still, if you're trading, you're trading, 
right? Now you can gamble with your trades. So you want to maintain the, your awareness to the risk associated with trading so that you're not, you don't get caught into just recklessly taking trades, not sticking to your strategy to where you're basically, and you, you know, you're making a game out of it and you're gambling with your trades, right? So it's to give an analogy, it's like a pro basketball player to where you're putting up more shots so that you improve your average. But how effective would it be if you just shot more with your eyes closed or you wasn't focusing on keeping your form as tight as you possibly could with each shot that you took, right? You, would, you wouldn't have really consistent results as a basketball player if you wasn't making sure that you stayed to your form. Now, for trading, that form would be your strategy. Your strategy is your form, right? And how you execute on that strategy. And with the eyes closed example, that would be like, you know, just taking a random trade outside of what you're supposed to be doing. Now, it's also key to make sure that you're properly capitalized to take a high volume of trades, right? Because the more trades that you take, the more likely you are to take that you are to take more losses, right? So the more that you participate in this environment, the more that you're putting up risk, right? The more that you're risking the capital that you're putting up. So if you have a small amount of cash to trade with, you may want to start trading with more volume, like in a paper trading mode, or you may want to take more advantage of these replay features within these trading platforms, or you can take advantage of these funded accounts. Like I, that's what I mainly use the funded accounts for. It wasn't about necessarily in the beginning. It wasn't about making money right away. It was about so I can take more trades without risking all of my money, right? I'm only risking what it costs to participate in these funded accounts. So that allowed me to have more capital to trade with, so to speak, and I could take more trades and I can get this experience. And all of that was helpful because it, it allowed me to develop my strategy to exactly how I wanted my strategy to be based off of what I saw in the beginning, but it took me a long time to figure that out. All right, so from personal experience, you don't wanna be in the position to where you run out of money or you run out of your capital after you've gained some experience and now you know you finally have started to figure some things out but you don't have any money to trade with you don't even have any money to jump into a funded program because you traded it all away trying to take more trades before you were ready right and i would highly recommend to not be in a rush to make money as soon as you start trading now you can do what you want to do a lot of people you know if you if you're in it specifically to make money and you don't really care about the other stuff or you know you just enjoy the thrills of the roller coaster, you know, you can always do, you can do what you want to do, right? But I would recommend to take your time with it. Don't be so focused in the beginning on just making money right away. I would say, you know, it's best to focus on gaining experience in this environment, learning this environment, and how you exactly how you want to participate in this environment. And the biggest benefit that I always say that I got with being a day trader is all the personal development that trading helped me to achieve along my journey, right? So on that note, that's gonna wrap up today's Trader Triggers. I appreciate everyone, each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode. You can catch these live on YouTube at MV3 Trader during the Futures Trade Radio live stream 
plus more videos on day trading futures. Also, make sure you head on over to ultimatetradersguide.net for more valuable income producing information. All links and resources mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks for listening and until next time, trade it easy.